What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs. And welcome back to another fine, dabby-dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. It's going to be a pretty interesting one today, because we're going to be covering Gamescom. What I will say, though, is that Xbox Gamescom show... What on earth was it? That ending was ridiculous. It just cut off after Forza. I got a funny feeling that maybe Mr. Jeff Keighley went on over to Mr. Microsoft and said, Hey, look, maybe can you possibly release the release date at the Gamescom opening live? And I kind of feel like it was cut off the end of that show and this big show that was going to be happening in the Xbox Games conference that they were doing was going to have that at the end. And it does kind of make sense because if you do look at the time counter, I don't think it was 90 minutes. And I'm pretty sure they announced online that the show was going to be 90 minutes. And I think it was a bit shy of like eight minutes, if I'm correct, something like that. Because I looked at the time and it was like 7.22, I think, something like that. It was something along those lines. And there was just a big like chunk of time where it could have gone on a little bit longer. And it didn't. So yeah, that Xbox game showcase was a complete mess. There was nothing really of note in there apart from the very fancy and the very nice Forza Horizon 5 limited edition controller. By golly, do I like that controller? I did pre-order it. Yes, I did. And I did pre-order some other things that we'll talk about later in the show. But enough about the Xbox showcase. I'm going to skip over while I've been playing slash watching because I've only really played Apex Legends, Rogue Company... Splitgate, those types of games. I did jump back into Sea of Thieves of Pirate's Life with my wife. However, we did kind of just mess up and I don't really want to talk about it because it kind of rages me a little bit. So let's just get straight into some gaming news, shall we? We're going to start things off with the big news story and that is Halo Infinite's release date has finally been announced and it's definitely coming this holiday. Xbox confirmed that Halo Infinite's multiplayer and campaign will be launching on December 8th. The reveal came alongside an opening cinematic for Season 1 that focused on a brand new character in the form of Commander Agrina. Hopefully I pronounced that right. The cinematic itself did give some backstory on that particular character and how they'll impact the first season of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. So that's very nice indeed. If that floats your boat, you get very excited about that one. Then lastly, they announced... They plan to celebrate the 20th anniversary with Halo-themed hardware in the form of a limited edition Xbox Series X and a very fancy smancy Halo Infinite Limited Edition Elite Series 2 controller. This one I have some feelings on because I didn't think they were going to do a console. It makes sense when you think about it. It's the 20th anniversary. It's a big thing. Both this console and controller had some issues with being able to pre-order. The store went down multiple times. I did personally manage to get both, luckily. I've also got a second pre-order of the console. Just in case a friend needs it, I got a bunch of friends on Instagram that is big into Xbox. So just in case somebody didn't manage to get one, I managed to get a second one. So I will be seeing if anybody needs that. But it was a complete mess. I do want to discuss the console itself, though, because the limited edition console features a Halo-themed on-and-off sound, which they did not announce yesterday, but now they've confirmed that. It will also have a 
a blue vent that is inspired by Cortana instead of the green current version that is in the normal Xbox Series S. It does have a very nice Halo themed design where it has like the Master Chief armor on the bottom half and then on the top half they kind of have a starry sky design. It looks very nice. There is gold dripped everywhere this console has got gold drippage all over it and i don't mean like drips of gold but it has like a gold on button it has gold lines in between the armor design i'm a big fan of it personally and i'm actually pretty excited to get this on november 15th i'm really looking forward to getting this console even though i own an xbox series x i've got to get this one because it's a 20th anniversary it ties in nicely with halo the last halo console they did was the halo 3 console and i also own that one so it will be nice to have both of them in a photo together. I'm probably going to put the Halo themed one in my main setup and then the second Xbox Series X is probably going to go in a different setup for my wife to use then so she can have the higher fidelity console. That's the plan there anyway. Hopefully she obliges to that and she agrees because otherwise I'm going to have two Xbox Series X's and only be able to use one. But on to the Halo Infinite Limited Edition Elite Series 2 controller which is a giant mouthful but it is a fine controller indeed. It's designed on the big man's helmet himself, Master Chief, where it has a metallic greenness all over, as well as a gold D-pad that is kind of like meant to be the visor. It will also include a custom UNSC insignia carrying case, very similar to the Gears of War edition, as well as picking this one up will give you an exclusive Xbox controller weapon charm in Halo Infinite's multiplayer mode, so that's very nice indeed. Like I said, I did pre-order both. I am a giant man-child, and I'm going to be the happiest of boys when my console and controller drops on November 15th. I do suggest you go pick these up if you are interested in them because they are going to sell out fast so if you do see them go get them because right now on the Microsoft store both have disappeared they're not on there so if you do find them at a different retailer I suggest picking up both or either one or because they are going to go extremely quick especially that elite controller because the Gears one went and I know a lot of people missed out on that one and they wish they had it and I definitely suggest you get this Halo one because it is something that is going to be limited. It is not going to be back again in any form. And it's going to be a really nice piece to have in a collection. If you're a collector like me, I am a crazy controller collector. I have too many and I'm going to continue to have too many because I've just ordered the Aqua Shift. I don't really want the Aqua Shift as much as the other controllers, but I've got it coming anyway. I've already been charged. It'll be on its way on August 31st. But I digress. Let's get into the next news story. Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed. It's been fully confirmed by Guerrilla Games who confirmed that the game will now be releasing on February 18th, 2022. This comes from the game director known as Matthias Dejong. Hopefully I pronounced that right but they announced the news on the Gamescom opening live broadcast as well as providing some more detail on the PlayStation blog. He revealed that the game has recently passed a major milestone and moving into the final stage of development, which is very cool indeed. But we do have a quote from the show itself that reads as followed. It's no surprise that our team were hugely impacted by the global pandemic. We have been adjusting to new workflows, protocols and other challenges while keeping our team safe and prioritizing a healthy work life balance. 
So, yeah, it's been delayed. It's kind of sad that that has happened. It does kind of look like PlayStation doesn't have anything this winter, which is kind of strange. They don't tend to have their winter window open. They tend to have a game or so to release then, and it doesn't seem to be the case. They did say that the decision to move the release to 2020 wasn't easy, and he would like to thank fans for their support. In addition to this, they also revealed an enhanced performance patch is now available for the first game, Horizon Zero Dawn, on PlayStation 5, which is currently targeting 60 frames per second. If you do want to check out Horizon Forbidden West, it will be available on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on the 18th of February 2022. It's looking like a pretty stacked February. There is more announcements for that month that we'll be talking about later on in the show. Talking about announcements that I'm excited to talk about, 2K has announced Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is coming from the XCOM developer known as Firaxis. So 2K and Marvel have announced Marvel's Midnight Sun, which is a new tactical RPG set in the Marvel Universe coming to console and PC in March. The game is apparently going to feature an iconic collection of Marvel heroes, of of Marvel heroes, and the setup for the story sees the villainous group known as Hydra resurrecting the mother of demons, Lilith, in order to fulfill an ancient prophecy. To stop them, the Avengers will call upon help from the Midnight Suns, which is made up of Nico Minora, Blade, Magic, and Ghost Rider. Together, they have decided upon themselves to resurrect the Hunter, which is a new character, which is going to be Lilith's daughter, the only hero to have been able to defeat her. Like I said, though, the Hunter is a brand new character for the Marvel Universe, created in collaboration with Firaxis and Marvel that will give players the option to customize them and kind of make them their own. The game will also feature members of the Avengers, the X-Men, the Runaways, as well as much more. They also have promised that this game will feature a cinematic, tactical combat with a superhero flair, and that it's going to be an unforgettable adventure on the darker side of the Marvel Universe. Lastly, Firaxis and 2K will be showing off gameplay for the game on Wednesday, September 1st at 7.30pm UK time, so if you want to check that out, I highly suggest you do, because from the first trailer that we've gotten, and the characters that they seem to be including, gets me very excited indeed, so I definitely think you should check this one out. I am personally a huge XCOM guy, I got really big into XCOM on XCOM 2, I think it was, when it was released on PC. I saw some videos of it from Total Biscuit, who used to create content on these types of games when they would drop, and I kind of picked up the game on a whim, and I loved it, and I really enjoyed it, so I definitely think you should check this out, because it looks like it's going to be XCOM crossed over with the Marvel license, as well as they've got some really interesting characters in there. I was a big X-Men kid growing up, and I am absolutely shaking with excitement when you see characters such as Wolverine, Ghost Rider and Blade all together on the same game cover. It's just getting me extremely hyped for this. Fingers crossed this game doesn't get 2K'd. I don't think it will, but there is still a chance, so fingers crossed it doesn't happen. If you do want to play Marvel Midnight Suns, it will be landing in March 2022 for Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And on to our last news story of the day, that is Saints Row 2022's reboot was revealed, the game has been shown off, and it makes me sad, it makes me very sad indeed. Volition revealed Saints Row at Gamescom's opening night live 2021, and they confirmed that the game will be releasing on February 25th, 2022. 
there was a bit more information added onto the Xbox Newswire post where they confirmed that the team at Deep Silver Volition have completely rebooted the game with a brand new setting, new characters and new tone. Set in the fictional city of Santo Eliso, players will be able to take over nine various districts and two deserts, controlled by three enemy factions known as the Los Panteros, the Idols and the Martial Defense Industries. Character creation will be making a return with extensive customization options. There will also be an arsenal of customizable weapons along with cars, bikes, VTOLs, helicopters and wingsuits to utilize to utilize throughout the gameplay. The game will also apparently be having support for two-player co-op, so that's very nice indeed. I have some issues with this a little bit, and I'm going to go into it deeper as we go on, but the fact the VTOLs are making a return just makes me sad. I don't like the VTOLs. They're overpowered. They're also a pain to use. This feels very much Saints Row the Third, but not Saints Row the Third but also Agents of Mayhem, but we'll discuss that further on in a second because we do have a bit more from someone who is actually making the game, and that comes from the Washington Post, where the chief creative officer known as Jim Boone talked about how the aim is to create a more grounded game than Saints Row 4, and how the reboot is a step back into the series' roots. The full quote goes as followed, It's hard not to be a more grounded game than Saints Row 4. There truly isn't anywhere to go past that. Even though we love the mechanics with all the superpowers, there isn't a whole lot of runway to go past that. It's why it was a pretty easy decision to go back to our roots and do something that was more contemporary. (sighs) Yuck. I'm not gonna lie, it does kind of feel like Boone is just kind of telling Saints Row 1 and Saints Row 2 fans to like, hey look, it's Saints Row 1 and 2, but it's clearly not according to the new trailer, but anyway, I digress. Boone also reinforced that the new story is focused on brand new characters, so fans expecting to see the series' favourites known as Johnny Gat or Shondi or P.S. Washington is possibly going to be disappointed. They did confirm that there would be some Easter eggs though, so that could be including possible hints to those characters but we'll have to wait and see for that one saints row reboot isn't all serious though if you thought the game was going to be completely on the serious side of life it doesn't look like it is going to be because there will be the return of the side objective known as insurance fraud which is the best mini game in saints rows i'm glad to see that one return personally but i am frustrated because jim boone is telling me everything that i want to hear such as a return to saints row 1 and 2 before saints row 4 but this trailer wasn't it dog it just was not it i know it's the first trailer so it's not going to be the most perfect thing So it's not going to be the most perfect representation of what this game is going to be, but it gave me hella Agents of Mayhem vibes, and I enjoyed that game for what it was, but it's not a great game, it's like a six. It was no way Saints Row, but they did have Saints Row characters in there. This game just didn't feel like Saints Row. The brief gameplay that they did show also felt extremely Saints Row the third, and knowing the VTOLs are back and things like that, it feels like they've kind of taken everything from Saints Row the Third and they thought, yeah, let's make it with new characters, which I'm kind of iffy about. I want to be excited for this game. I really do. I love the Saints Row series. If it wasn't for the first Saints Row game, I wouldn't have bought an Xbox 360 back in the day. So I really want to love this series. But that trailer was pretty generic. It was very paint by numbers. If I was shown this trailer without any of the Saints Row branding, 
I wouldn't know that this was a Saints game. It could have literally been anything. It could have been a Ubisoft title like Watch Dogs. It could have been something from 2K. It could have been something like GTA. It could have been absolutely anything. It could have been EA going into a new franchise. It just looked really generic and it was kind of just boring in my opinion. It's not what I wanted to see from Saints Row in 2021. I do hope that I'm wrong. I really hope that I'm wrong. I want to see some Genki in here. I want to see some more Saints Madness. I want Saints Row 2 again and it kind of looks like they're trying to go that route but they've gone more Saints Row 3 and Saints Row 3 is one of my like least favorite games in the series. I prefer Saints Row 4 over Saints Row 3 in my opinion. Saints Row 1 is fantastic. Saints Row 2 is absolutely the best game in the series and then Saints Row 4 is pretty great. I like the DLC on that one. Saints Row 3 just fine. It's all right. It's not bad. People love Saints Row 3, but it's not my personal cup of tea. It feels like they're trying to cater to all the Saints Row players, everybody who enjoyed all the different games. If you enjoy Saints Row 3, this is the game for you. If you enjoyed Saints Row 2, this is the game for you. But it's not the game for any of us. It's just a non-generic game by the look of this first trailer. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping it's just a rubbish trailer and they just failed extremely hard. But we'll have to wait and see when it does officially launch sometime in February next year. I don't even have the release date. That's how much I care about this game. I think it's February 22nd. No, it's February 25th. There you go. I was wrong on that one. I can't even get the release date right. And I literally read it about two minutes ago. So that shows you how generic and and inspired this trailer was. And I know I've gone pretty hard on this game. I'm excited for a new Saints Row game. I really want Saints Row back. I just don't want this, what this trailer was. This first trailer, no siree dog. You can go back into your little hole somewhere new. Give me Saints. Give me purple. Give me Saints too. I just want Saints too. Is that so much to ask? I want to go to the Freckle Bees. I want to do that type of thing. I just want to chill with the homies. And this doesn't look like chilling with the homies. This looks like, oh, yay. We're the big boss and we've got to save everybody again because these homies are useless. They can't do anything for themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's going to be a game. It's going to be coming out. Fingers crossed Volition do manage to turn it on its head and it's actually a fantastic game. And I'm just talking a load of rubbish. But that is going to be my time for this week's episode. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend. I'll be back again shortly with another episode of this fine dabby dozy gaming related podcast. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend and I will catch you in the next episode. But until then, go slay out. <laughs> <laughs>